It's uh Friday, 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 oh, Friday, 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 Friday. Oh. Jeans unit. You know what that means? Right now, it's Friday the 27th, and we are performing this evening in Columbus, Ohio. At Woodlands. At Woodlands Tavern. With um, a guest who was supposed to be here today, but he had some trouble. I just farted. Did you hear it? I didn't hear Damn. that. Damn. I didn't hear it. I'm, yeah. I wish I heard it. Poor Tony, who was supposed to uh, be on today's show, but his car just broke down. See, we don't really record this in real time. <laughs> we record this earlier. So yes. you're hearing this in the future? I guess in the past, whatever. So anyway, Tony was supposed to be here. He's not, uh, but he is with us tonight. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, Brian Redband, Tom Segura, and myself, a Death Squad Super Show. It's going to be awesome. One show only, Woodlands, tonight. Come out. After that, T-Nuts and I go our separate ways. Not, not. I mean, away from those We're two. divorcing? Uh, we're divorcing. Jesus, right after the show? Yeah. Wow, that's I rough. But I get the dog. Uh, T-Nuts and I go to Birmingham, Alabama to perform at the Stardome on the 29th of September. September 30th, we make our way down to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, and then we go October 1st, the Atlanta Punchline. October 2nd, we're in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then October 6th, we end this uh, in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club. That's a crazy show at Cobb's because we do the live podcast and a stand-up show. That's what's up. Two shows, one delicious flavor. And then and then I go alone October 9th through 12th uh, to the Syracuse Funny Bone, Syracuse, New York, October 16th through 19th. I just added Des Moines, the Des Moines Funny Bone. It's Des Moines. Oh. Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. It's French, the city of Des Moines, yeah? It's like Quebec. It's exactly, and nobody speaks English in in uh, Des Moines. Oh, it's shit. all French. You have to do your shows in French. Do you not speak French? No, you should not be going there. Can I drink the water? Probably not. Should I get different currency? Absolutely. Wow, I wish Quebecois. What about you, Gene? Um, well, after our wonderful tour, I am going to be <laughs> in. Uh, October 10th through 12th, comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino. Mm. I'm excited about that. Uh, ah, then in uh, November, um, we're going to do live podcasts. We're just working out the contracts right now, but we're going to do one in the LA area. Um, there's another one coming up in... Um, uh, uh, San Diego. And also, I'm going to be doing my hour the weekend before I shoot my special. I shoot my special November 9th. So the weekend before, I'm going to run that hour in L.A. And um, I'm also getting a contract on that today. So that'll be all announced on the next episode. How you can get tickets to uh, to see that the weekend before. It should be like November 2nd and 3rd, something like that, in Los Angeles. Word up. What's up? What's up? Follow us on Twitter at Christina P at Tom Segura. Buy stuff. Look, if you guys haven't done it already, mm-hmm. go to your mom's house podcast.com. Go buy some. Go get a top dog shirt. Go to the stove. If you don't have it yet, get a top dog shirt. Go buy wipe down collection. Uh you know, support the show. That uh that shirt, the top dog shirt, is amazing. And we have a new shirt. That we will hopefully be, we're going tomorrow. Yeah, we're going tomorrow to to pick out the shirt. Mm-hmm. The shirt is bananas, and when you guys see it, you're going to be like, okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> multiple choice. You know what I mean? It's that. It's that good. Mm. That's pretty cool, man. Um. Are you I don't... Which gate? Ah, my mouth's open when I think. Are you ready ready to start Yeah, man, I'm excited. There's so much good stuff. Let's do it. (laughs) What happened here? Oh, no. Whoa. What happened? It just... All right. Blue Band took care of that business (laughs) like it was nothing. (laughs) Now you ready to start the show? Heck Yeah. 
we started to see how the children were growing mm -hmm. and, you know, Willow and Jaden and, and Trey with how they were becoming their own beings, we decided, okay, we want to make a family business. How do we incorporate all the talent yes. that we have in this family? <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Are you gonna sabotage the show like you did Bert's? <laughs> Saboteur. What do you mean? Sabotage the show. I mean, you farted and ruined Bert's show. No, I didn't. I did not ruin Bert's show. It was terrible. Like she's one of the co-hosts. Oh. So I go into a separate room. Oh my god. Yeah. I go into a separate room. You in the back is my favorite part. And I. Uh, and it's me and this girl, and this girl's... <laughs> I can't get enough of that. Your fart's my favorite part. It was a two-parter. <laughs> Let's hear that And I was part. like, who's Savannah? And they're like, she's one of the co-hosts. And so I go into a separate room. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a gross fart. That was a bad fart. That fart was so good, we're playing it on back-to-back -back episodes. <laughs> and I was like, who's Savannah? And they're like, she's one of the co-hosts. And so I go into a separate room. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you. I can't believe. First of all, our listeners, people don't often get to hear what I hear on a daily basis. Yeah, I feel like the farts that we have captured on this show. You don't. It's not like this. This is reality for me every day. And finally, don't be a victim. Don't be a martyr. <laughs> uh, or a martyr, as a my martyr. mother used to pronounce it. Don't be a martyr. A martyr. Ah. Uh, I've, I'm just pleased that finally everyone gets to hear what I've been hearing for the last eight years of our relationship. I got to go through this whole song and dance again. <laughs> now, how do you achieve the double layer fart? You know, I felt that one brewing. <laughs> we had had, we had a, a pretty crazy... Remember yeah. what happened the next day? Oh, my We both life. had number sevens to open <laughs> up our day. <laughs> and I dropped a number six at his house. Bert cooks with a lot of garlic. <laughs> And I believe we sabotaged ourselves earlier in the day. Didn't we have like a garlic heavy meal or something that was heavy? Could be. Could be. Not good for us. Yeah. It's possible. And then he loaded us up on garlic and like it was just bad, dude. It was jeans. Total splatter ass. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, that opening clip is um, it's from an Oprah interview that the Smith family did. And it's not just Jade, Jada and Will. They brought their dopey kids and like the kids' friends and like we like, can't get enough of them. There's so much <laughs> talent in that family. This is an old interview. This is not not new, but I kind of came it across applies, it though. and yeah. I felt like you know what everybody's like. How did this happen? How did Jaden become such a um, a little egotistical blowhard uh, kid? Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And also, I want to make it known that guys he's still just a 16 year old boy or 15 yeah. year old boy he he doesn't really know what's up yet in the world and not at all it's not his fault kind of where he's at you mm -hmm. know and but i kind of see why after hearing this oprah interview maybe maybe we can kind of go over it together and figure out where the smith family went wrong in raising their kids yeah let me um... what's going on jeans well, Blue Band's just all over the place today, huh? Wow. But yeah, um, um, my favorite is um, there's a lot of nervous laughter in between what Jada and Will Smith say. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of like, <laughs> we're crazy, but I don't want anyone to think we're crazy. Right. Here we go. Nervous laughter, yeah. But a marriage business plan. You know, it's, it's like if you don't have a goal, yeah. you know, if you don't have a purpose, for your relationship and, and pretty much anything. Yeah. It's like if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a place that you're, you're going, something that you want to accomplish, something you want to do, right. you can really get lost in the murk of the, the journey. There has to be a vision for... There has to be a vision, right? Yes, right. So why, why are we together? You know, yeah. it's like, I mean, you fine, you fine, you know. 
You fine. You fine. You know. What's yeah. the vision for our marriage? My vision's usually you and your boxer shorts. I'm on them right now. <laughs> but but as an answer for why two spirits would join together uh. and decide to travel this <laughs> perilous journey of life together, what? Uh, fine, or you can cook, or you keep the house protected. That's really not enough. There's so much more that you have to be dedicated to. Wow. You know. I like when um when she feels like there's a big celebrity what? on. Oprah, yeah, she'll call. She'll cause she'll call a fucking nobody out. But when some celebrity says something, she goes, "Of course, wow, of course." Well, we'll wow. I mean, he's a huge star, huge, yeah. And I think it's wow also because a Oprah isn't married; she's with Stedman. But I don't really think Oprah knows the ins and outs, so she can't really talk on it. But I don't. How many people have a marriage vision? Would you say like most of us do? Just what he said, like cooking, cleaning. But that's why we're we're lost in the murk. We're lost <laughs> in the journey right now. We don't know what's going on. I'm just lost in your eyes and your boxers. Yeah, I just, you know, it's the way it is, man. Wow, a vision, a marriage vision. Well, why don't we have one? Maybe this would be a good episode <laughs> to establish a marriage vision. <laughs> this is stupid. He's crazy. That is so true. Yeah. So what is the so bigger true. vision for your marriage? What is the bigger? <laughs> well, we had to figure that out because we're two big beings that came together. <laughs> yes. And I had my vision and he had his. And so we had to join it. And so we decided... To just do what she said. You know? Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's the vision. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's uh, so bossy. She's so bossy. We just, gotta do what, what the wife wants. What she wants. Okay. <laughs> happy life, happy wife. Happy life, happy wife. It's like <laughs> multiple choice. <laughs> I mean, it's a. Okay. <laughs> uh, so funny. Such a great. Joke. I love. You know what I love is that old like sitcommy guy thing where he's like, I, I don't make the decisions. It's all the wife. Like, yep. oh bullshit! You just finished telling me about your retarded marriage plan, and now we're gonna pretend like we default to Jada on the knowledge. Yeah, you know what's interesting too is they have the marriage vision mm. journey, right? Oh, they're two beings on a spiritual journey no, right. known as marriage. But uh, maybe it's that hmm. that vision gets you calm and in a happy place. Like answers always. I've always told Will, you can do whatever you want as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and be okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme, I'm fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody added that tag there at the end, but... Um, hmm. Is that... So that's, that's, that's the key the vision. To, to two spiritual beings. Always, I've always told Will... This is what a, a vision you is. You can do whatever you want as long. long as you can look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Hmm. Some tells me Will Smith doesn't mind looking at himself. I think he pretty much <laughs> enjoys that view in the mirror. In the mirror. In the mirror. In the mirror. There's a persistent rumors of y'all, though, right? Always. Yo, hey, yo, I love them. The I most guess. persistent ones y'all have an open relationship. Yes. That, that's that, the most persistent and, one. And, and that's the one that many of us appeal to when we try to get our own situations. <laughs> like, like, look, you want Will and Jada? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it true? First I think, of all, no. I think that people get that idea because uh, Will and I are very relaxed with hmm. relaxed until you one another. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think because mm-hmm. you know from how I've answered questions of girl, you know, mm-hmm. what what would you do if he came home and this and that and that, or you know, being married to a big superstar like Will, how do you deal with other women? And my answer is always, I've always told Will. There we go. You can do whatever you want as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and be okay. Wow. He is like floored by how how fired up she just got. Well, I think if... I mean, if someone asked us, ask me if we have an open marriage. Do we have an open marriage? No. But... No. But Tom... Has to decide for Tom, Phil. 
And hey, look in the like, there's no way you're gonna answer that if you don't have an open. But I can look at myself in the mirror. Mirror. <laughs> mirror. Mirror. Yeah, <laughs> they're so interesting. Let's go I back just, to these fascinating. So okay, so yeah, back to the Oprah interview with the Smith family and, and the the family business of two spiritual beings and all the mm. talent. Mm. How do they handle all the talent? Once we started to see how the children were grown and, Mm -hmm. you know, Willow and Jaden and and Trey with how they were becoming their own beings, we decided, okay, we want to make a family business. How do we incorporate all the talent that we have in this family? (laughs) Family. Right. (laughs) How do you incorporate? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's like... Multiple choice. <laughs> I feel, babe. I feel like we have a lot of talent in our family. Between uh, you and your farting, Theo shits on the hose every day, mm-hmm. and I take number sevens regularly. How much talent do you think we have? So much talent. <laughs> so that's and that's our vision to to create a place mm. where their dreams can come true and our extended families. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, so uh-huh. you know, and it's like with Trey with his with his football and Willow is singing and you know, mm. Jaden acting. I just want them to live in service to greatness. <laughs> you know, I want them to to live and to create in a way that when people see it, people are inspired and people become better just by having contact with the things with their excellence. With their right. excellence. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy. I did not know that was coming. Do you realize so basically it's whenever someone comes in contact with Jaden's acting? Yes. They're going to be better for it. Like, or Willow's singing or Trey's football, football playing. Football playing. We, They're inspired by the greatness. So every time Jaden texts, or I'm sorry, tweets things like, look at a tree. Trees don't have feelings or whatever. It's going to... Everybody should drop out of school. Right. Mm. It inspires us all to excellence. Well, it's so... Er- Here's why this is such a... I mean, it's preposterous on so many levels, but yeah. one of the reasons that's so wildly arrogant is that Great and excellence does inspire people. Mm. It, you know, you go watch Dave Chappelle do stand-up, or you go watch Mary J. Blige sing a song, right. or whatever. You do get inspired. You you go that is it, it because you're in the presence of greatness. To think that your three little shits, the turds that you guys squeezed <laughs> out, are at that level where we're all mm. admiring and being inspired by their excellence and greatness is so fucking it's insulting, right? right. Yeah, I've the, seen Jane's acting. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen Trey play football. Sorry. I'm sure it's amazing. It's weird that I've never heard of him. And then uh, Willow, and Willow singing. Get the fuck out of here. You right. guys are crazy. And this was this interview occurred, I would say, back like in 08 before the kids were, you know, before Willow, I think, came out with the whipping my hair stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is when the kids were doing nothing that the public really knew of. And, and these two were like... Oh, my children are just the talent from my loins creates even more talent. Like we're just talented. Will's jizz is there's so much talent. Oh, Will Smith's cum. The talent. I'm and just, my eggs. Yeah, like oh, you're I'm just drowning in all of Will's cum talent. <laughs> you know, and but it's they served, have to be able to define that for themselves. For themselves right. Oh. And that's the thing. We can't define lies the rub. that. That, that lies right. Because <laughs> we might have a vision. <laughs> It's so funny there. I don't what know. We see. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Jaden has to have his own vision. Willow has to have her uh, own vision. And so does Trey. Right. You know, and so we are there to no. help inspire and facilitate their vision. Well, because in order to reach the type of excellence in which Will is talking about, you have to reach inside yourself right, to right. find that drive. Mm. Nobody can put that drive in you. So you have to inspire mm. the individual to find and focus on the goal that they want for them. Should, well, I'm just amazed that Oprah doesn't cut this <laughs> off and go, I'm much more inspiring than you guys. Right. And when you try to sound right. philosophical and, and like a higher power, right. it's insulting to me as a high, I'm Oprah, the highest power. Who is the yes. highest in I am showbiz. Yeah. The closest to the Buddha. Divinity. On er- yes. yes. On earth. Yes. Please stop trying to be this person. It's utterly, it's, it's nonsense. Wait, wait, and just let's back this up a bit. What what greatness has Jada Pinkett Smith? What's she really? You, you know what I mean? Am I missing a role that she won an Oscar? No, for No, she's or a working something? actress. She's done 
she's very beautiful. She's, she's very a, beautiful, and yes. she's um, she's played a number of roles. No, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. She's not. She's a star. She's not a mega star, but she's a star. She has a great career. She's just. Hap- I mean, the reason anyone is inter- interested in her on this level is because of her husband. Let's not be right, right, because he's nobody's. On that no one's interviewing Celine Dion's husband on his own. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like it's the same. Like you, you're married to a mega star. Wow. Okay. It, it, let's not these spouses. They're it's so hard to acting like Celine Dion's always like, oh, and then he told me I, I should do this type of show. Celine Dion's a star. You're dropping yeah, loads yeah. in her. Yeah, it was like Whitney Bobby. You know, remember Bobby was forever in Whitney's shadow. Oh, yeah. And he really struggled with that. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, they were a mess. They were a huge the mess. The thing was, though, there was a time, like, if you went back, if you went back to before the bodyguard, they're probably, like, comparable at a certain time. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he's a big pop star. Yeah. She's a pop star. He's a little bit of a bad boy. She's more of a sweetheart. And then the bodyguard just changes the path of their lives forever because that becomes the biggest soundtrack from a movie of all time. Every song on there that she sings becomes a hit. And all of a sudden she's like, she can do, you know, Staples Center. Yeah. Like, and she yeah, could do a hundred shows star. in a row. Yeah. I know. I think too, they were both drinking heavily. Oh God. And Wait, doing the drugs yeah, and the crack. Drugs. Yeah. yeah. Poor too bad. I feel bad for them. I miss Whitney. I know. I'm so, I said what a loss. Anyway, anyway. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery, and promotions available only in select markets. Well... Ah. Thank God we still have Jada, though. Yeah. Do you put a lot of effort in the relationship? I mean, you look fantastic. Do well, let me... Like you see who home? I'm married to. No, I, I got to keep it right, you, Oprah. Are, you, are you, right. you looking like this at home? If we came to your house, are you in high heels and... Absolutely <laughs> not. I'm in black Russell sweatsuit. Really? <laughs> well, I have so much to do, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, he gets his treats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It gets, I don't you know, slip up on that, Oprah. I don't slip up on that. about Will's treats. That's right. That's right. I got to say. Okay. <laughs> I mean, did that not sound like the phoniest shit you've ever heard in your life? Like, no. Like, you got to, you know, I keep it right but around the house. I'm just like, you know, I got so much to do. I'm wearing my track suit, but uh, he gets his treats. Like, I'm going to throw up. Well, Ugh. you know, one of the big uh, parts of that interview is talking about the talent. There's just a lot of talent. Talent's my favorite part, yeah. Um, and I didn't know this. You brought this to my attention 
Jade is not only a dynamic actress, mm. but she's also a very accomplished singer. Mm. She's made an appearance on The Late Show mm-hmm. in which she sings with her band. Mm-hmm. And we have an exclusive clip. Yeah, here it is. This is seriously Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, yeah, for reals. Darkness comes, it's haunting. I just work her unworthy to fight. Weakness feels away, hurts and controls his illness deep within. Violated little girl, it's just a This is like... <laughs> what? You don't have just, this just on iTunes? so much talent. This is overwhelming. This is clearly a viewership booking decision. Yeah, it's so upsetting. Like, like there's so yeah. many worthy bands yeah. that should be on the Late Show singing their song. Agreed. You know, so a band that like really puts in the and they're like, "Hey, Jada Pinkett Smith sings," and they're like, "Fuck yeah, we'll Put do her that. on." Remember Put when on. Bruce Willis was singing? Oh yeah, and, and, he, and Canoe, he a was Canoe, singing. a dog star. Yeah, well, that this is what happens. It's so bad. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I'm a little torn because I, A, I support any woman that wants to be angry and sing kind of, you know, this isn't this isn't punk, but it's metal. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, good for you. You should express yourself. and But it, it's just, it's unlistenable. It's so bad. Yeah. Here's a guy. Um, he is not in the Smith family. But before we tell where he's from, we'll give you a clip of this guy singing. And then you can compare the talent between the two. Another day is gone I'm still alone How could this be? Oh, you're not here with me you never said goodbye. Oh no, someone tell me why. Why did you have to go and leave my world so cold? Every day I seem to ask myself, how could you slip away? Something sneak inside of me and say. You're not alone. You're not alone. I am here with you. Y'all got it. Holy shit. Thank you. That was incredible. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Moolah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Guaranteed. Thank you. All right. Well, that's Hmm. a guy. Uh, He sang You Are Not Alone by the late, great Michael Jackson. And that guy, not in the Smith family. Homeless. <laughs> that was a homeless guy. That's pretty amazing. He sounds just like him. Incredible. That was great. Yeah. Homeless guy. What's his vision? His vision for his marriage and his children. That's a great question. That's a great question. He can't live without a vision. You gotta have. You gotta have a vision. You gotta have a vision. <laughs> Jada Farting Smith. Uh. Oh, man. Unbearable, huh? Yeah, that was terrible. I know. I know. Is... You know why this is going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like why she's doing this? What do you, yeah, what do you think? It's because I'm multi-talented too. Well, okay, the, uh so That's yeah, you think is. you're right. I think Definitely. she started this band in 2002. Yeah. And it's still together. Do you know that? They still do shows. Of course. So this is still happening. You can see her live. Uh, the band is called Wicked Wisdom. Oh, what a bad name. I know. It's so uncool, right? It's such, not a cool name for a band. That's such a lame name. This is totally... This is totally... Yesterday, don't be 
This mm. is really you and Jazzy Jeff are gonna hit the road. <laughs> So's Wicked Wisdom. All right, and I'll see. No, I'll see you when when I get back from Europe too. Mm. That's what this is. Yeah, and uh, and honestly, like I I watched the video, the Letterman thing we played. And she sings as though she's playing the part of a singer. Like she sings like an actress. You know, mm. she performs on stage as an actress playing the part of a of like a yeah. rocker. It's, so that's why it feels so inauthentic. Why do these people? Why do these successful actors have to share their singing gift with us? <sighs> Don't they know that like it's not like Jared Leto started doing oh, this? Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, like you were ready. You have the thing down enough. Yeah. That Zoe De Chanel too. She does oh. an album too. He and she or something like that. She's on the cover of a magazine. Oh. Somebody posted on Twitter where the the you know they they pick a quote from the article and they put it on right and it says I just can't stop creating. I posted. Oh, that. you posted that? Yeah. I, I see all these. I don't remember where I see them. Yeah, I took a. It's yeah. a photograph. Uh, sorry, it's an. It's like a yeah. Her interview. Yeah, the excerpt. Right. Unbearable. It was like I just can't stop creating. Yeah. It's just it's something I can't stop. You're like you. Lay off for a minute. Yeah. Maybe you could stop for like... You sure can. A few years. Yeah. yeah. It's unbearable. I paint too. Do you want to see my gallery? No. no. <laughs> I want to see a real painter, you asshole. <laughs> the only reason you get attention on your uh, music is because you're in movies. Yeah. And it's okay to be really great at one thing. Zoe Deschanel is fine. She's fine as a sitcom actress. That's fine. Just why do you insist your your narcissism, your vanity insists that you have to do everything super good? It's like, dude, they can't help it, man. But the worst was when Bruce Willis um, had a, like a blues band. Do you remember that nonsense? And he would have the harmonica, and he, then he would insist on doing his Seagram's commercials with the band. Oh yeah, he had a deal with like Seagram's wine coolers or whatever, and then he had to sing in the ads. It was awful. How could you not want you you, you want Ugh. these guys to do this thing, man? It's just it's what they do, you know. Bruce nobody Willis. nobody tells them no either when you're you that know why? big they're, of a star. They're dynamic guys. Is this it? Is this Bruce Willis? Bruce. That's him singing. Sound impressed. It doesn't sound a thing like him. But that's not him right there. Oh, that's okay. I think part of it too is that you know when you're at a level like Bruce Willis yeah. as far as fame, you you do think that greatness is just dripping out of your dick hole. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So it's like. Sing and everyone's like, "You're a fucking great singer." The only difference is that, that, like, when somebody who works in accounting does that, and they're like, "You're a great singer," and they're like, "Thanks." Right. And then these guys go, "Put it fucking everywhere. Everyone should know how great." Yeah, I am. because yeah, there's ten percent to be made off of him selling out the House of Blues sure. on Tuesday. But do you think, listeners, if if there's a, a human being out there that's a huge Bruce Willis band fan, I don't know what the name of his band is, but mm. if you're a huge fan of Bruce Willis. Just be honest though. If you really love him, please email us. I'm so I'm desperate to know if there's one person out there who's like it's my favorite band of all time. Maybe you're just not familiar with it enough yet. Sounds like there's an effect. Yeah. On this voice too. Yeah, I feel like I got it. But right, don't you feel like there's an like they're messing with it a little bit? Of course, yeah. yeah. There's some kind of thing on there. Yeah, like what do they do to people who can't sing? They they like let them sing through something. Yeah, some I don't you're know. Like, what that's, that's not called. that bad. And they're like, that's because we ran a filter. On right, it. which is what they do to most uh, pop music now. That's why everyone like auto tune. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I love you. Like they they all sing the same. Mm-hmm. All the girls do. Least, and it just anyway. tunes it out for you. Yeah, yeah, Levels yeah. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we do the show in that. Auto-tune, yeah. You guys don't know that we don't know how to speak at a regular <laughs> voice level. Um, oh, fuck, what was I going to talk about? Oh, I think I wouldn't be so upset about the, the band, celebrity band thing. Like, let's say Jada genuinely loves making that kind of music. And if she and her buddies just like went down to the local bar and played every Wednesday night. But the fact that she is taking up Letterman time like you said, like taking the space for bands that like legit are really good and want 
want that exposure, it feels like, why are you having to do this for profit? Like, it's you're not there. You're clearly not there. No, you're not. You're... Yeah. I mean, you're a stinky asshole. Oh, my God. Don't... It's so bad. It's yeah. really bad. It's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Um, you know... So much talent, you guys. There's so much bad stuff going on. <sighs> so much talent. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. I um I really want to play something for you that even this out. Hold on one second. So after like those downers, it's like, mm. how about some good music? You okay. know? You know, I've seen so many of you dudes out there blow more puss in a little bit by bullshitting around. Want to whine him and dine him for two months. Playing the perfect gentleman. When all the time you don't know what a broad really wants. Let me tell you, the girl wants to fuck can tell by the way she dances. The girl wants to fuck, so don't blow your chains. A pussy is hot. Can't you smell the fragrance? She just can't wait to give all of her pussy away. <laughs> Listen, you fucking square. Do you hear what I say? <laughs> I like that. The girl wants to fuck. You like it? Yeah, so who is this? This is uh, Blowfly. I love this. It's nice, right? Blowfly. This is real? Yeah. This guy sings these songs. He has a bunch of songs. There's another song. I like it. I like that he gets right to stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. It's kind of a 70s mm. black exploitation era vibe. She's too fat to fuck. She's too fat to fuck. She's too fat to fuck. Oh, she can do me suck. 
Yeah. I'd rather beat my meat. She's too stiff for the bump. The bitch too stiff for the bump. You like it? Wow. A lot of lyrics. A lot of lyrics. Huh. Is this a comedy album? I don't think so. For real? Um, this isn't the Lonely Island. Well, here's one last song. Maybe this I will tell you. This is uh, no, it's not Lonely Island. Just listen to these weird lyrics. There's a faggot's world. Oh. <laughs> it's a faggot's world. Wow. It would mean nothing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a man's world, is the original. No, I, yeah, it's James Brown's. Yeah. You see, a man screws a woman until his joint gets numb. It's good. But a bull anger pleases a woman by using its there's enough of that. Why is it a uh, faggot's world? I don't though? know. I, I, I can't don't understand. Know. I don't understand. Hmm. Um, did you have a news update for us? Oh, I had a I had a story that I heard through a friend of mine that I thought was really ridiculous mm-hmm. and worth sharing. So uh, this friend, well, anyway, the story goes that this guy and this girl were out on like a first date, okay? okay. And the date goes really well, and they're back at like his place, and they're they're going to get down. And she goes, uh, oh, you know, I'm just so you know, I have my period, so we can't have uh, intercourse, but you can put it in my butt. Yeah. And so she offers her back door to a guy on a first date. Her asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which seems to me like a little, I mean. Forward? Kind of, huh? For a first date? That's so crazy. You don't offer your butthole. I mean, shit, I've been married to you for how long and I've been I'm not down with the brown hole. Yeah, but what's up with that? Why don't you offer it? <laughs> Yo, what's up with that? Because I just I you know, I'm not into that stuff. Maybe maybe she's super, super into brown. Yeah. I don't know. But have you ever have you ever heard of that before? I've heard of buttholes being offered um on a first date? I I think I've heard of that happening before. I don't know if I heard like, oh, you know, I'm having my period. I don't want to let you down. Um, so how about my butthole? But I definitely, I've heard something like that before. Like I'd offer to suck it first over my butthole. I would expect that that's a much more common thing. That if somebody is feeling guilty about it, which they shouldn't, that they would be like, hey, put everything in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, I generally don't have intercourse with dudes on the first date. Are you still dating now? I mean, I've slowed it down. Okay. But I just, uh, I just, I felt that was a very hasty thing. Like, <laughs> I do know, I do know that it would um, throw. I'll be honest with you. It all joking aside, it would throw me off. Like if, if a girl, <laughs> if I was like messing around, and she was like, "Hey, I can't right now." I'm like, see what I, I've had girls say that they're on their period, right? And then I'm always like, it's no big deal. Like, I don't care. Like, pull that's, out the tampon. Yeah, I just go like, no, don't, don't worry about it. Don't, I just keep insisting, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. I think that's what guys do. Is they're like, so? So what? Like, mm. But you're like be- a stranger, kind of. You know, you're not in a committed, loving relationship where that... To me, I, I be that, that's a very vulnerable thing to make love on your period. Yeah, it is. It's very vulnerable. I never thought of it that way. And this is years ago. But when... when Wait, you never thought of it that way? Not until you just said that right now. Really? You would just have sex with any girl that was on her period? If she was willing to. I'm saying that the period wouldn't deter me. (laughs) You're such an animal. I can't even believe that I married you. Serious? Serious. Oh, my God. And I would convince them them to just go ahead and do that, usually. But... I'm sick. (laughs) If they had said... If they had said, no, I can't, but you can just fuck my ass... Oh my I Lord. think I would have been like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you butt fuck them? I, I'm saying it never happened to me. I think I would, but I, I think I would be very like, this isn't supposed to be happening. It's so crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, this is crazy. It's not the first 
lane that you offer. It's really not. It's really not. Well, I do know growing up around a lot of Persians that uh, Persian girls, the ones I grew up around, they would offer their buttholes up before marriage because mm-hmm. that's a big cultural thing. Like you have to be a ver- at least a vaginal, a vaginal, a vaginal virgin. That's so wild that like the Persian girls are dishing out puss puss like that. The butt butt, not the puss puss. I mean the butt butt. Yeah, yeah. the brown eye. Well, yeah, because you can't really. It doesn't infringe on your religious stuff. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Know, man, I don't know. It's pretty Sounds crazy. crazy. Huh? Yeah. I, I mean, I support them. I don't want them to feel badly. Oh, about buttfucking? Yeah. yeah, just um, to think about like buttholes just being the regular mm. thing. I mean, are there enemas being, you know, done? That's what the <laughs> pros do. The pros give themselves an enema. Remember that fun conversation we had on the couch a few nights ago where you're like, oh, for your birthday, do you want to do like a DP? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then the big debate was, well, who gets to be in my butt? Right. Who do we bring in? What, whoever's the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we get a stranger? Do we invite a friend? I said no friend, remember? Yeah, you wanted a stranger. A stranger. Well, then w- would we find like a hooker, a male hooker? Yeah. On the street? No, like we call an escort service. Oh, like fucking Brace? Yeah. Well, maybe Brace will do it. Or Nick Hawk. <laughs> I don't want Nick Hawk. He can rap for us. and then His then... raps? He could practice his raps, and then he could get in your butthole. God, next to aggressive. Yeah. I might do Ash for my... He'd be real sweet. Butt play, yeah, because he'd be real holistic and sweet. And he'd it's your pray. birthday. Do whatever you want. <laughs> it's your birthday. It's your birthday. You can put whatever you want to in your butthole. Would, um, you, would you let me peg you? Oh, yeah. For your birthday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for my birthday, for sure. <laughs> Pegging? That's the top of my list. That's all I want. So do you remember... Um, and then I remember I sent you the photo of the double anal. Thank you for that. And I was Thank like, you. this is what you wanted to try, right? Well, it was super nice that you did that right when I woke up in the morning. Because I, I check First my thing phone when I wake up, yeah. and then it was like a picture of a double anal, which I'd never seen before. I'd never seen She that. had a ear-to-ear smile going. I don't know. It could be wincing from pain. No, she was like, "No, this is awesome. I didn't know two dicks could fit in my butt. <laughs> she has two I dicks. I was proud of myself. Two dicks <laughs> in her butt. They're like, give two, four, five, and... <laughs> Two in your butthole? I, I can't fathom it. You know, I've never been a fan of anything in my butthole. So, oh, God. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, dude. I, 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 I'm too phobic of that area. Maybe that's why I think brown's so funny because I have a problem with it. I think I think it's such a disgusting thing to poo. Yeah. You know, the reason I find it so funny is because it's so appalling to me. Like sex, I don't find sex humor as funny as I do brown humor. I think because I'm okay with sex, it doesn't make me feel awkward, you know? I feel like that's a normal thing. But browning is like so, you know, stinky and it's so gross that we do it in the first place. I can't imagine putting your feet there. It wasn't until, and this is like, this goes for almost all the moments in this scene. It wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me you have two in you or you have three in you that like it actually kind of clicked and I'm like oh my god this is actually happening I'm proud of myself you know what I like best about that now every time I hear it it brings I hear new things new nuances yeah what I like best about this time is she refers to uh guys putting her peeners in her as a scene like she can still compartmentalize it as I'm just acting in the scene as opposed to Guys putting their dicks in every orifice of my body Show for, business. for $1,000. Show business. I'm just doing it. I'm right. Acting. It's a scene. I'm acting. Yeah, man. Just like Will Smith. Greatness. It's pretty fucking raw, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, this came in the other day. I didn't remember. Do you remember this? I'm sure you remember this, right? Also on the plane crash, KTV has <laughs> just course. learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low. Holy Fook and Bang Ding Ow. <laughs> that was KTVU, mm. Oakland-based station, a Fox affiliate, and they fired <gasps> three people. What? Came out of that. Um, 
Investigative producer Roland DeWalk, special projects producer Christina Gastelou, and producer Brad Bellstock have all been let go. San Francisco Gate reported. Uh, KTVU anchor Tori Campbell, who painfully articulated every syllable uh, in the names, has been spared thus far. It looks like there's... um, like yeah, big investigation that going sucks. on. Sucks. That must mean that they had uh, advertising pulled. That's the only time heads roll is when money is lost. Yeah, and the airline Asiana is still suing KTVU. Oh man, yeah. suing! Come on, you gonna sue over a prank? I mean, what kind of country is this? For God's sake! Oh, it looks like Letter suing. Lieberman. I don't know who this is here. He said that Bellstock, one of the guys fired, was not fired over the report itself. But his, for his reaction to the mistake, his oh shit tweet appears to have violated company policy. Oh. So they fired a guy over tweeting oh shit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's a little dumb. I feel like it's kind of demeaning to us as the viewers. Like they think we're so dumb that we don't get that like that was a human error. It's demeaning. It's like, oh, you guys are too stupid to understand that people make mistakes. So we're going to fire these people. I, I find it very just not reasonable whatsoever. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Who gives a fuck, right? And whoever does give a fuck and write letters to the news stations, they're mentally ill. They're mental patients. That's why you're writing. That's the problem in this country. The only people that take to pen and paper to write things down like this to complain are fucking lunatics in the first place. Have you ever written a letter to a news station? No. Because something so upset you? No, because you're a sane human being with a, like a life and a job. This is what fucking bored people, crazy people do. And then, and then the radio stations listen to the crazy people. I'm sorry, the, the news stations. Jesus. Ugh, it's bananas. Absolutely crazy. Well, well that's a bummer. I hope, I hope they get rehired. Yeah, yeah. They'll get somewhere. I, I don't know that that's a big fuck up, right? It is, field. but I think in, in I think they'll still land somewhere because they I don't know if it really we're not necessarily knowing that these people aren't accused of like putting it on there. I think they're accused. One guy's tweeted something he shouldn't have tweeted. The other people were supposed to catch what was going on. In other words, these names came in via email, and these producers are obviously fired because they they let it air, but. They may not be the worst, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not they that just, serious, you guys. Uh, you know, the the violation would be if one of them just read it and was like, this is pretty funny. But do you really think of the producer <laughs> at a major news? Uh, I don't know if they're really thinking like that. No, they're just... I think they're being lazy. They're yeah. like, oh shit, just fucking throw that in there. Yeah, and like, I know like we were talking about, I don't know where we were talking about this, about like morning news and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you weren't there. It was, a, it was the Ice House Chronicles. We're talking about how when you do those morning shows, oh my God. they're so checked out. Those people are just reading prompter. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's even checked outness more than like they're they read so, so much bad. copy. Like that newscaster reads so much copy that she's just trying to make sure yeah, of course. she's getting the words out correctly. She's not thinking like, oh, is this a goof? Is this real? The um, the worst is those more, they're like, uh, so they go like, Tom, so... <laughs> You did um, a Conan O'Brien uh, appearance? I'll be like, yep. <laughs> what was that like? I'm like, it was great. <laughs> it was like doing Conan. Yeah. And they're like, uh, <laughs> and you'll be at the Funny Bone this weekend? I mean, yeah. have you ever been there before? I'm like, I have been there before. It's a great club. So. <laughs> they don't know what to ask you. What, uh, what's been going on in your world? <laughs> no. Um, not much. My favorite, uh, Graham Elwood and I were talking about this on the Ice House Chronicles last week, is when they ask you about going to Afghanistan. Like, that's not really a morning show, you know, because it's pretty traumatic, actually. Like, you, Graham was like, he's so funny. He's like, oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Like, when I saw this poor 20-year-old boy burned up, by, uh, blown up by an IED, it was fantastic. Or when I came home with PTSD from seeing all the travesties of war, like, it's it's really traumatic. Of course, it's horrible. Of course, it's great to entertain troops, like you say that part. Yeah. But then the truth of it is, like, wow, it's a pretty, pretty real experience. Yeah, guys. it leaves you fucking traumatized. Yeah, don't yourself. don't ask about this on the morning, you know, news program. No, it's so weird. They don't, I don't. They're not thinking about shit. The guy that interviewed us for uh, interviewed me for Columbus today. He was such a sweet old man, and it was the best because he kept um, referring to it. He goes. 
So you and Tom are on the high and tight tour. The high and tight tour. <laughs> what is that like? Yeah, he's so sweet. I'm like, oh yeah. He goes, your your mom's house now. Oh, okay. So do you guys do like your mama so fat jokes? That is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Your mama's so fat. I mean, maybe we should. That's a nice hook. An hour, two hours a week of your mom is so fat. I get asked weekly if when we, they're like, so do you ever travel with your wife? Yeah. And like, so is it you on stage together and you do, <laughs> and I'm like, no, man. Yeah. They ask me so much, I'm going to start saying, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we just sit we there together. We make up a routine. We go back and forth. The dog comes out. He jumps through a fire, a hoop fire. <laughs> God, Fief is so, I love him so much. I love that dog so much. I love him so much more than I love you. I think about it. You think about that fact in particular? Yeah. Like last night I was thinking to myself, if you died and if Theo died, I mean, if you died, I would be upset for like at least three days. Three days. And then if Theo died, I'd be mad. I'd be so sad for like like six or seven years. Do you think that... It's that um, he just got a haircut, and that's how you, why you feel that way? <laughs> he looks amazing. He looks amazing. You think it's kind of insulting that I'm all the way down to three days, your spouse? Yeah, but Theo likes me so much more, and I have more of a bond with him. You do have more of a bond with him. And he does like you more, that's true. I know, it's the best. He barked at a FedEx truck today. He hates those trucks, man. He gets so angry. Where is he right now? I don't know. Fifo. Is that next to you? Come here, Fifo. He's Fief. always next to you. Fifo. Come here, buddy. Here he comes. I hear the jingle. Yeah. Oh, I love him so much. Come here, buddy. You rang, bitch. <laughs> what were you doing? Taking a nap while you fuck up my nap. Where were you napping? It took you a while to get here. Damn, I was napping on the couch while you fuck up my day. I fucked up your day. I'm your yeah. mother. Yeah, but you see me lounging. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to catch you. You kept all me up right. all night. Um, I kept you up all night. How? Because yeah, you smell. I can smell you from the living room. What do I smell like? You smell like another dog. <laughs> Theo. You didn't shower last night. Theo. Dad smelled good. He smelled like fresh. <laughs> oh, so now you like Dad more than you like me. Well, he likes to take night showers. Oh, that's true. You take morning showers like a dog. <laughs> okay. How come today, remember we went on that walk today, Theo? Mm-hmm. Remember when that FedEx truck rolled by and you got fucking super fired up? What's a FedEx truck? It's that truck. Remember every time a truck rolls by, like a big one, you get really angry and you You mean bark. the dog snatches? Uh, no. No. The big truck? Yeah. Those are dog snatches. Is that what you think it is? We may think it is. Those are dog snatching trucks. They snatch dogs. No shit. Yeah, and they take you to the pound. How do you think I end up in Downey, bitch? <laughs> well, that makes a lot more sense now. What do you think it was? I mean, uh, well, humans think that that's a, like a delivery. It's a parcel delivery service. Humans kiss my dick. Wow. Okay. I would tell you to suck my balls, but they're not there anymore. So you finally figured that out. Figure it out. You, you still lick them. You figure it out. Where are my treats at? I, I want a pepperoni. All right. All right. We'll get you a pepperoni. All right, stop petting me. All right, I love you, Theo. Whatever. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's grumpy. Jeez. Why is Theo so grumpy today? I don't know, man. I just don't know. He thought it was a dog snatching truck. It's so cute. Oh, just for you, those of you who haven't checked it out, the new Charger to the Game went up. What? I thought you were going to say something real about Theo. No. My favorite person in this house. No. The new charges of the game went up. Lorenzo Neal, former San Diego Charger, pro bowler, all pro fullback, is on. And Bill Burr is on the episode. Mm. So you get a little bit of each. And uh, that's up right now. Charges of the game. You can listen on iTunes or Stitcher. So please check that out. That's exciting. I'll post that. <laughs> yeah. Bill Burr's fantastic. I love Bill He's Burr. He's great. He's great. I don't know who that other guy is. He plays foosball. Yeah, he did. We were watching that piece on, uh, what's that Bryant Gumbel show? Real Sports. Yeah, I felt so bad. I mean, I don't know shit about football. I don't pretend to, really. But that was so sad about those injured players and NFL giving them, like, a pittance for their, their injuries and such. 
Yeah, that that's a big settlement. We talk about that. I talk about that with Neil because he's a former player and he's retired now. But yeah, the NFL basically settled with the Players Association for all the basically former players who have horrific health issues. Mm. They paid them $765 million, uh, which sounds like a lot of money because it is a lot of money, but compared to what the NFL generates, it's not that much money. Right, and split up among how many Thousands. players. Yeah. Thousands. Sad. Yeah. I mean, you have to go before a board. You have to prove your, prove your medical you know, issue. You don't have to prove where it came from. You don't have to prove it's associated with football. You just have to be like, I have this, and then you're, you're eligible to get money. Thank goodness. So it's good. Like the guy said last on that piece, he goes, well, you know, if you're in real need right now, it's a good settlement. Yeah. Yeah. At least they got the money quick. Yeah. These guys have like ALS, you know. Yeah. These poor men, I know. So sad. You know, and they entertain you for how many years? Yeah. I mean, well, it depends. Some of these guys, Neil, who doesn't have any, you know, big health issues that we know about. He played 16 years in the NFL, which is wow. crazy. The average NFL career is three years. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. NFL, not for long. <laughs> oh, I never heard that either. Yeah. Wow, 16 years. So how old is he when he 16 retired? 16 years is crazy. He played up until, I think he retired during the 2011 season or something. So, so what was he, like 40 years old? He was upper, like... Upper eight, 30s, so like maybe 38 or something. How old is Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. 30, Manning. Peyton is 37. So he's old as shit like me. For the NFL, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like retirement age, right? Yeah. yeah. So crazy. And he's still playing at a an unbelievably high level. Yeah. Yes. So wow. high. Wow. Well, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, Jeans, what, should, what song do you want to go out on? Mm. You, wanna, you don't want any more Wicked Wisdom? Breaking the rules. What, what, what do you want I to hear? know. Anything? Yeah, whatever you want. Anything at all? Whatever I can look up. Okay, put in... I, I like The Clash. I've been listening to this song. Clash, Lost in the Supermarket. All right. I love this song. All right. Um, we're going out on Clash, The Clash, Lost in the Supermarket. Um, thank you for listening to our show. Thank you, guys. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you hopefully... Very soon in one of these cities, Columbus, Birmingham, Nashville, Charlotte, Atlanta, San Francisco. If not, we'll see you at the jeans store. Keep your jeans up over your head. Meow. And we can't play it yet because there's an advertisement. <laughs> uh, well, I'll take this time to say I really do appreciate you guys. I was thinking about it the other day. It's do pretty you? cool. I do. I don't say it very often, but... Thank you guys for listening to this. It's fun we can do this show. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of special. All right. I love this song.
I'm all lost. 